Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning, and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan Podcast. My name is Brendan McClenahan, and I am sitting here with Sheila Doctor. Good morning. Hey, Sheila. So we are sitting on your back deck. We're just admiring your neighbor's garden, and we have our scriptures open before us, ready to do the uh, today's reading, to read today's reading. And you had a question right off the bat. Oh, I wondered who chooses this plan? Like, how do you decide what passages we're going to read? Yeah, um, which is a great question. Um, the, the Bible reading plan is comes from Revised Common Lectionary. It's a set of reading scripture readings that goes through three years. In three years, you go through the entire Bible, huh. and it's uh, it's actually a Sunday reading plan. Meaning, you've got um, every Sunday in the Revised Common Lectionary. Every Sunday, you've got an Old Testament, um, a Psalm, a New Testament, and a Gospel, and then usually one other passage somewhere in there. And what when we were thinking about how Victory Point was going to really step up its game in terms of devotion to Scripture, um, we saw, I was looking at the revised reading, uh, you know, revised lectionary, and I thought, well, this could be this would be a cool thing for us as a church. But um, what if we instead of just having it every Sunday, what if we take those readings and just spread them out through the week, mm. so that you're reading instead of having people reading scriptures that the pastor has just preached on the previous week we thought why don't we flip it and have people read the scriptures before the pastor preaches as a way of preparing all of our hearts and the cool thing is just like we're doing right now like let's say i was going to be preaching this coming sunday um we're digesting the passage together and i'm learning from you and i'm talking to other people and we're all kind of digesting together and then when we preach on a sunday it's because we've all been soaking the scriptures it's together. It's like a way of preparing the soil of our hearts. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Fantastic. Yep. You were that's listening awesome. to Matt when he was talking oh, yeah. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So that's kind of the idea. And what I like about it is um, because you've got a lot of Old Testament stuff and New mm-hmm. Testament stuff, it um, gives me a more balanced view of scripture. And the way that revised common lectionary works in our Bible reading plan works is that the scriptures usually speak into each other and it's it, uh, it provides like a good commentary on itself ah. meaning like there's things that if I only look at this Genesis passage for today I'm going to see something you know and um, but then when I read the next passage the, the passage the next day I'll then think wait that speaks into the passage I read yeah. on Monday and then so on and so forth through the end of the week they're all kind of maybe speaking into each other a little bit so by doing this faithfully in three years we will have read through the bible yeah and then i'm just gonna um let the i'm just gonna play replays of the podcast oh yeah there we go (laughs) (laughs) play replays all the sermons i don't know the bible's always i know it never comes back void so we should just go through it again you're right you're right (laughs) and uh you're right and you'll probably get something completely different out of it you know next time you read it in three years things will change a lot oh that's awesome that said let's dive into today's scripture passage um today we're looking at uh genesis 32 verses 22 to 31 Would you mind reading that for us? And then we'll just reflect on it together. Absolutely. 
Um, this is the word of the Lord. That night, Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two female servants, and his eleven sons and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. After he had sent them across the stream, he sent over all of his possessions. So Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wrenched as he wrestled with the man. Then the man said, Let me go, for it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. The man asked him, What is your name? Jacob, he answered. Then the man said, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with humans and have overcome. Jacob said, please tell me your name. But he replied, why do you ask my name? Then he blessed him there. So Jacob called the place Penel, Penel? <laughs> saying, it is because I saw the, it is because I saw God face to face and yet my life was spared. The sun rose above him as he passed Penel, and he was limping because of his hip. Therefore, to this day, the Israelites do not eat the tendon attached to the socket of the hip because the socket of Jacob's hip was touched near the tendon. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So, Sheila, as you read this passage, is there anything that's just grabbing your attention right away? Uh, yes, I loved how... Um, God asked him what his name was. Mm -hmm. um, and I was thinking the last time he was asked, um, Jacob lied and said that his name was Esau uh -huh. when he was stealing the birthright. Uh -huh. So it made me think about how he probably has changed. Um, he told the truth here. He fessed up, which, you know, he said, my name means deceiver or I'm tricky. Uh -huh. um, so it just made me think like, oh, God meets us and transforms us, and um, Jacob had made some mistakes, and yet here he's saying, okay, this is who I am. You know me, all of me. Uh -huh. I don't know. I just loved that. I also loved that um, that God gave him a new name, and I love that the name that God gave him was kind of like wrestler or struggler, because I think that names all of us really as Christians. Uh -huh. Yeah. I mean, I feel like God gave him a name that I a hundred percent identify with because a lot of times I'm saying why God or when or how long or, or I don't understand that, or that doesn't make sense to me. And just like God didn't let go of Jacob. I mean, he was holding him as much as, you know, I, I just feel like God is holding me, even though I'm a wrestler as well. Uh -huh. I, I just felt so attached to this. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Um, I mean, all that a name carries with it. <laughs> right. Jacob being, uh, you know, a deceiver and all that his story has affirmed about that about him. Um, and then for him to just be honest with God about, about himself, like mm -hmm. this is who I am. It reminds me of the question when God comes into the garden with Adam and Eve and says, where are you? Yeah. You know, and they hide, you yeah. know, um, and here he's not hiding, even though he's, he's just as uh, guilty as Adam and Eve, he's coming out and saying, this is who I, at least he's being honest with totally. God. He's starting with honesty. Do you think he knew he was wrestling with God? I don't think he knew what was happening. I mean, let's just, 
assume that G Jacob is a human like us, like what would happen if someone came up to you and just started wrestling? I know. You? And don't you think it's strange that they wrestled all night then and then said, bless me? Like uh -huh. I just, it's sometimes weird. I read it and I'm like, I do not understand all uh -huh. this. Yeah. It's a very strange story. Um, but I like your insight about um, the name Israel being, you know, wrestles with God, you know, uh, struggles with God. It, he could have given him a name that meant something like perfect or blameless right. or something like that. Um, and that ends up being not just Jacob's name, or Israel's name, but the name of the whole people right. that, would, that would come after him. That would be the, God's promised people or the people who struggle and wrestle with God. Right. So it kind of and becomes, ultimately us. Yeah. <laughs> We I become know. people who are not perfect and we're not people who have it all figured out. We're people who wrestle. With That's God honestly why I think the stories in the Bible, like I, in my mm -hmm. mind, when I, the question I asked you was, why do you think it happened? But like I, in, I've always tried to answer that for myself thinking, I think it happened just so that we could have the name Israel <laughs> wrestler with God. I don't mm -hmm. know. I yeah. just feel like maybe that's why it's in there. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not sure though. <laughs> no, that's something. <laughs> but I, I know was, I can relate. <laughs> yeah, indeed, that was exactly what I I was picking up on in this passage too. Was just um, our identity as people who wrestle with God. That um, that the the life of following Jesus is not something that's just kind of laid out for you like uh, you know on a silver platter or here's step A B C D and E. Just follow the rules and you'll be fine. There's, I mean, we were just talking about this with adaptation and remaining flexible, right? This morning, mm -hmm. um, when Sheila invited me into their house, um, me and Sheila and Todd were talking about just um, the, you know, like, well, Rachel is about to give birth, and uh, my Rachel, not the one we just talked about in scripture, <laughs> but um, my wife Rachel is about to give birth, and there's so many uncertainties about what this fall mm -hmm. is going to look like, with kids going back to school or not, and then. You're a teacher, and so yeah. like, what is class going to look like, and how am I going to adapt? And there's, you were saying, there's great freedom in being flexible, yeah. in knowing that you can uh, flex. And flexibility is something you need to be a wrestler. You know, yeah. like it's something you need to be able to like, like bend over backwards and uh, wrestle with something. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what we're going to be doing this fall um, is wrestling. And hopefully, it won't be like a like a terrible, you know, but, but the sense of, of adapting and uh, changing and flexing as we kind of wrestle with God through mm -hmm. the rest of this year. So, you know, what's neat though, in the passage, they, Jacob was totally wrestling, but God didn't let go. Yeah. He's not going to let go of us either. I mean, he's going to stay right through the night. Yeah. And yeah. we could just beg for a blessing as well. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> so. I like that. And and some of us, I mean, you could think about that as prayer too. Uh, prayer is mm -hmm. kind of a wrestling, right? Yeah. Like, here's what I want to see happen, God, and here's who you are, and you're immovable. You're not going to let go, but I'm not going to let go either. Right. And so there's this collab. Like, if you look at it as a prayer, this is collaboration of God. This is what I want, but I'm also submitted to your will, and um. But would you change? Would you change too? Like I want something different to happen, and so kind of wrestling out in prayer, not willing, not being willing to let go, as you're seeing that God's not willing to let go either, and then like asking for the blessing. You know, what do you think about like his hip being hurt though from the wrestle? I don't know. What do you think about it? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe. 
I don't know, but I, I wonder about all the pieces of it. And that was something I wondered about. Mm-hmm. Maybe just that we don't come away the same yeah. when we wrestle. Maybe we come away changed. But then I sort of, as I read it, I sort of wished it wasn't something painful. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I just wonder about that. Yeah. You didn't um, know I'd be asking you questions too, huh, Brendan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it says... Uh, when the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, he struck him on the hip socket and Jacob's hip was put out of joint as he wrestled with him. Um, ultimately God is, God is not, uh, God cannot be won over ultimately. Like he's like me wrestling with my daughters. Like I, I wrestle with them because I'm kind of stooping to the level and I want to interact with them in that way, you know? Yeah. But if I want to end it, I just end it. You know right. what I mean? Like there's no way they can actually overpower me. You know what I mean? Like right. at least not right now. <laughs> See, like, <when> I, <laughs> I remember the first time Jillian beat Tad in a run. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It used to be that he would always win. So uh-huh. Brendan, it could be happening right. that be happening. <laughs> your girls become faster mm-hmm. or stronger. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, not stronger. <laughs> well, we were, we were thinking about, I was talking with someone else about, parenting also and they're talking about how this person um one of their kids um was like would act like a little child when when certain things happened uh-huh. we're talking about how um so there's a real roundabout way of saying this but we're talking about how like you know I, sometimes you don't get things at certain ages and then that you know you kind of revert to that age when you know those um place of healing reemerge later in life uh-huh. and um so like when something happens they start acting like a three-year-old what what happened when you were three that you know changed or that you didn't get and yeah. they were saying or maybe you did you got too much or something like spoiled and i was saying i don't think like they got too much of what they needed i think they what they needed was some boundaries was to know like they're not going to get everything they want mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah. if a kid just you know gets so much attention I don't think it's, I don't think it's that. I think that, that they need to know that there's some limits, yeah. you know, that their parent is actually, um, can give some boundaries to their life and give some structure. And when they, like when kids push back against their parents, that their parents can stay strong, you know, yes. not just go, okay, I'll give you whatever you want. Right. Right. Our job as parents isn't just to give kids what they want, but to well, provide we, like, yeah, like a whole structured well, you're wiser life. And yes. And you know, it's good for them. Exactly. And so, um, looking at that this passage through that lens um i go well it's good to know that god doesn't just give in to whatever we want right. you know that god ultimately knows what's good for us and can can set the can set the boundary where he wants to set it but is still willing to interact and wrestle with us too you know if he could yes. if he could have just put jacob's hip out of socket um he he would he could have just done that at the beginning you know mm-hmm. but he chose to wrestle all night with him like a dad wrestling with a kid, you know, just to, right. to be with him in the struggle. So, so maybe it was like a reminder of his time too. Like he walked yeah. away with yeah. maybe like a, um, just a physical reminder of what he experienced. I'm not sure. I think that's cool too. Yeah. <laughs> and look at uh, Jacob. The last time like we read about him was when with Jacob's ladder, when he puts the rock down yeah. for a pillow and after he, calls it Bethel he says um, this is the house of God and he sets that pillow rock up as uh, an altar to yeah. God to remember the spot and I think we do need physical reminders of like God's activity yes. to set up little um, 
little memorials to go, this happened. You know, I think that's why baptism is important. You know, I mean, it's one of the reasons why baptism is important to go. All right, I mean, it's a physical reminder that something real did happen. Yeah. You know, same thing with communion. All right, this is a physical reminder that something real did happen. So hip out of socket maybe is a, just something that sticks with him for the rest of his life. Plus, God's such a good teacher. Like, okay, we're on a tangent, but communion and baptism, like, I think it's in the doing that we often remember. Yeah. I mean, there's so many times when God told the Israelites to do things. Uh-huh. And then that jogged their brain to remember. Yeah, the Sabbath. I just feel like he's such a good teacher. Passover, Sabbath, all yes, the festivals. all of them. It's amazing. I, I've, I've been learning more about them, and I just think God is, this book is amazing, Brendan. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'm excited to <laughs> get right. into the rest of the readings for the week. This, um, I feel like we talked about a lot in this passage, um, but we've got the whole wrestling identity mm-hmm. as, a, you know, being being a wrestler and wrestling with God through things and through prayer. Um, we've got the kind of, um, the, you know, and that being our name and the power of names. And we've also got um, the whole like, uh, you know, the hip socket, like constant reminder, but also, um, you know, the knowing that God is bigger than our struggles and not just in it, but also above it. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot in this passage to, to mind and I'm excited to get to the rest of this week's passages and see what more I might learn about this passage as we read other passages. So thanks, Sheila. And everybody, thanks for listening. We'll catch you tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.